When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yo, what's up, family? Neandre Broussard with the check-in with Black Men's Wear here. Yo, this time around, we're actually taking the check-in on tour with us for the Flash Mob Weekends Tour for 2023. First stop of the tour, Las Vegas. Now, we are sitting here at the Palms Studio at the Palms Casino. Y'all, this studio hasn't been used for four years, but you know who they let come in here? Black Men's Wear. We're very appreciative of them allowing us to come in here. We got three episodes that are gonna come out of here. We got Steven Jackson, all pro running back, 10 plus years in the NFL, 11,000 plus rushing yards, Buku touchdowns. We've got CJ Watson from undrafted to 10 plus years in the pros on several NBA teams that are probably in your market, right? We've also got Super Bowl winning champ, Brandon Marshall joining us here for the first three episodes out of the next three episodes out of Las Vegas. So make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to tap into our Patreon for bonus content from all three of these episodes. We here in Las Vegas, my guy B Mars joining us here today. Super Bowl champ, Brandon Marshall, uh, the linebacker, head buster. Man, thank you for being here, my, my, uh, my frat brother. Yes, you know, sir. shout out to the newts, man. Yes, uh, brother, after football, life after football, man, yeah. what is it? It's tough. You know, I will say that. I will say it's tough. Life after football is uh, <clears throat> especially about reinventing yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You know, I've, I played football, you know, from when I was 8 to when I was 30, right? That's 22 years of my life. Yeah. Um, 22 years doing one thing. And it's funny because as much as I said – you know, um, football is just what I do. It's not who I am. When it's time to transition, it's, yeah. it's, it's tough, you know, yeah. because so much of your identity has been embedded in in the sport and yeah. uh, competing in, you know, waking up and, and you know, uh, early and doing workouts and, you know, being on a routine. So, you know, life after football for me has been trying to find my own routine, you know, whether it's, you know, with my nonprofit, with certain businesses I'm trying to open um I got a restaurant that I'm, you know, a restaurant concept I'm trying to bring to Vegas. Uh, I have a daughter now, right? That's, you know, been keeping me grounded as well, which is beautiful. For sure. You know, sure. I think that's been the highlight of of my post career, is my baby girl. You know, she was just crying when I dropped off my mom house. She, she hate being away from me, but uh, you know, life after football has been a journey. Yeah. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. Go back, go back to that moment uh, at the end of the career, right? How how difficult is that to look, you know? Dealing with body yeah. uh, injuries yeah. and those kind of things, man. Is it tough to be like, man, I still got something in the tank, but I got it's time for me to step away from the game. Yeah. Like, how how what goes through your mind during that time? Yeah, this old head told me. Uh, he's like, look, be your mind gonna always tell you you can do it. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. He said, I'm 60 right now. Yeah. I feel like I can go out there and do something. <laughs> sure. um, so for me, you know, and I, and I'm and I'm half his age, right? I'm 33, and I still feel like I can do it. You know, um, what happened with me was just my knee. Mm-hmm. My knee started going bone on bone. 
And honestly, that was, you know, the, the detriment, you know, that was the beginning of the end of yeah. my career. You know, I, I kept trying to play um, all the way up until 2021. You know, I had to work out with the Bears and the, for and the 49ers. They didn't sign me. And once the 2021 season uh, ended, I knew it was it was time. Yeah. You know, I knew it was over. Um, because I, my last time playing was 2019. With, I was with the Oakland Raiders. And I wasn't, and I didn't really play, but that was my training camp. I had a game under my belt. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just, you know, I didn't play that well. I was injured, you know. So, you know, towards the end of my career, the body was big time for me. And imagine a 30-year-old individual you know, struggling to go walk up and, and down the stairs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting in and out of the car, sitting on the toilet, standing up. That was my life yeah. for years. And then I finally found a surgery. I'm actually uh, eight months out uh, of a, a cartilage transplant. Mm. You know, I found a doctor in Dallas. He's a Cowboys doctor. And he said, yo, we do cartilage transplants. He said, you're, you're too young for a knee replacement or a partial. Yeah. So he said, we got a procedure where, you know, we get a cadaver, which is a, a dead body part. And you know we drill out your bolt, we drill out uh, holes in your bone where the cartilage is non-existent, and we put in new bone and new cartilage, and I feel brand new right now. Wow. Yeah, I feel wow. brand new. Uh, good. I love. I love to hear that, man. I, I, you you hate to hear about the body breakdown. Yeah. But you do love to hear about the technology advancements now that yeah. that are that we're uh, in a space to where that could could be. Corrected. Could be corrected. Versus. It, it could be possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And, right. And look, we know. We know what we signed up for. You know what I'm saying? We know what we signed up for, but I don't think we really truly understand what we signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There was a time when I was in college, I literally told myself, like, I would probably, I would rather die on the field than to stop playing the game. Mm. Right? But then the older you get, then you start to realize, yo, my low back hurt every day. My knee hurt. My foot. My shoulder. I wake up and I'm like, ah, I'm in pain. And then you got to realize, okay, I got 40, 50 more years left to live. Yeah, you know that's when you really it really starts to set in. For sure, mm -hmm. for sure, man. Like, now thinking about those days that you was on the field yeah. playing, uh, you got a favorite game moment? Oh man, um, my favorite game moment. I got so many, but I I just choose one uh, because he's the goat. Um, Tom Brady, you know, 2016 AFC Championship game when in Denver, Colorado. Um, and uh, it was, I think it was second down. Second down and maybe, I don't know, mid-range, six to eight, something like that, and they break the huddle, and uh, Tom Brady, you know, he, he's talking to his running back, and obviously I know, like, this conversation is just for them, but I can hear him. Yeah. Because, the, 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 you know, the stadium in Denver is loud. Yeah. So he says, hey, yo, you got 54, get open. And I'm like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, <laughs> he just, he just yeah. called me out. Yeah. In the middle, he said, look, look, I'm not throwing it to nobody else. Yeah. I'm not looking nobody else's way. Yeah. You beat him, and I'm going to throw you the rock. Yeah. Right? And so I took it as, okay, uh, it's a challenge, right? First of all, he just challenged me in front of everybody. <laughs> everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's watching this game right now. Um, and so James White came out. And you know, nowadays, nowadays they're isolating on the linebackers right. a lot. Right. Like the running backs or the right. tight ends. Yep. So he comes out. He tries to get me with the, <laughs> with the little dead leg. Go inside. I caught his hip. Tom threw the ball. You know, pass breakup. And like that was one of my favorite moments because the goat, people who yeah. consider the greatest player yeah. ever, yeah. called me out. Yeah, and I handled my business. Stepped up to the plate. Yeah, yeah. yes, sir. I love that, man. <laughs> now, uh, would you say now? You know, granted, I mean, definitely, with you playing in the AFC, you 
you went up against Brady enough. But would you yeah. say who is the who is the most dynamic person you've ever lined up against? And he's like, damn, that he good. Ooh, dynamic. Oh, so many. Uh, well, first of all, I'm gonna have to go with Pat Mahomes. You know, dynamic. Like I want to say, one of my last games in in the Broncos uniform was the game he threw that left hand pass. Okay. Yeah. And literally, we, we was up that game, so yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, we'll probably win. He threw a left hand pass to Tyreek Hill, got a first down. I'm like, it literally blew my mind on the yeah. field. I'm like, yo, nobody does that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so Pat Mahomes is somebody who who is you know he's earned the payday that he had, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, there's there's no quarterback like him. I don't know if we'll ever really see another quarterback like him. Pat Mahomes is the real deal. Yeah. Um, and I would say he's really dynamic, but beast mode, man. Marshawn Lynch is he was just the hardest person I've ever had to tackle. Oh, mm. uh, nah, he's an animal. Yeah. Nah, he's an animal. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is you know not dynamic, but like he's just a bull. He, yeah. He's a bull. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So I never forget some of them battles that we had. You know him with, uh, being with the Raiders. For sure. Yeah. For sure. No, I love I love to hear that. I love the respect. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying I love the game. The game is about respect, right? Because you obviously uh, uh, to respect a player, you're gonna think more. Int intelligently how you're going to match up with them. So just love, I love seeing that, that respect in the game, man. Now let's talk about one of your teammates, yeah. right? And your relationship with one of your teammates, man. I, I you know, you, Cap going to go down in history, yeah. right? Um, but a lot of times people don't know that you were also one of those that stood behind him from jump. Yeah. Right? right. And, and even for that, for you. Right. Had to suffer the consequences of that yourself. But what did it mean for you to be a part of a moment in history where you were literally kneeling for yeah. your people, your community? What 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 did it mean for you to do that, and why did you go on that endeavor? Man, you know what? Uh, it's, it's funny because at the time, like, me and Cap wasn't even speaking to each other. You know, not like we had beef, but, you know, he just went his way, I went yeah, my way. Right. So I remember we was coming back home from a, a preseason game. We was playing the Arizona Cardinals, and I'm watching on TV – uh, Cap's interview about why he's kneeling, and that's when the first time I seen oh Cap got the fro now he's you know he's rocking the fro that's his thing now yeah um, he lives here by the way uh, not to put his business out but you know <laughs> he lives here now which is crazy so I'm watching it right and I'm hearing everything he's talking about as far as um, you know police brutality as far as um, everything that encompasses social injustice right yeah. even the vets yeah. right the vets go to war fight for this country come home and, and really are left to, to struggle, right? you know? So I'm listening to him, I'm like, okay. And it's, it's really resonating with me. And that planted the seed. Mm. That planted the seed for me. And it's crazy because we had about another week and a half before we played uh, the first game of the season, which we played the Panthers, right? It was a Thursday night game. And for some reason, I couldn't stop thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? I think we've all had a moment in our lives where some, just a small seed was planted and it just blossomed. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously, I'm still focusing on my plays. I'm still studying. I'm still trying to get ready to play the Panthers. But I'm just thinking about this in the back of my mind, right? Mm -hmm. So literally, the night before the game, you know, I'm look. I got. I'm on my bed, my hotel bed. I'm looking at my. Um, I'm looking at my playbook. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm looking at the Panthers' offense, what they do, because we just played them Super Bowl the year right, before. Right. So I'm still okay. Right. I'm still pretty much familiar with them. But something that was really eating me up was, am I gonna kneel or not? Mm -hmm. Am I going to take a knee or not? Mm -hmm. And it got to the point when I laid my head on that pillow, I was like, you know what? I, I realized I would feel, right? I wouldn't feel right if I didn't do it. Yeah. It got, it got that deep yeah, for me. for sure. 
So literally, I knew I was going to do it. Um, I only told one person, and you know, we went out there for the national anthem, and I stood all the way to the end, and I literally just, I was nervous. Heart was beating fast. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, in front of eighty thousand, in front of the whole world. First game of the season, Thursday yeah. night before, took a knee. Yeah. Came back to my phone after the game. Probably had easily three to five hundred notifications, text, uh, social media. My phone was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was going crazy. Yeah, but I, I like how you put that though. Had you not done it, um, you would always be thinking like, "Damn, I should have done it." So you took the yeah. knee. You like, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Cause I can't live myself not because it's so heavy on you. You got to. Yeah. And I respect you for that. Right. Right. I respect you for that. Um, and even not even to cut you off, my bad. But even as I was processing, am, am I gonna do it the night before? I knew, like, okay, B, you know, you could lose the endorsements you got. Yeah. You know, you just won a Super Bowl. You just got paid. You, you Now you got some endorsements, uh, you know, and I knew that was a possibility. Yeah. But to me, it was never about, you know, I'm more about impact, right? Yeah. Obviously, I want to take care of my family. Yeah. Financially, I want to do everything I can to take care of myself. But it's about impact. Yeah. And I felt like that was, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, be a part of the movement and, and, and really... Um, speak through my actions yeah Yeah. i love to hear that man i really do you bring up a great word impact yeah our platform is all about impact right right? we think about black men's where we say this all the time it's impact over influence like a lot of people have influential platforms but they're not using them for impact yeah you go back to the moment where you were at a a crossroads of do i just maintain this influence or do i leverage my or utilize impact for my influence And and again i commend you for doing that i also Thinking about now, you know, uh, uh, with you, what you're doing now off the field, still continuing that impact, man. Like, yeah. talk, talk through that. Why is it important for you to be, you know, not just somebody that's taking up space, but really, really provide impact for people now, the, yeah. the, the young people of, of Vegas? Why, why is impact important to you? Man, you know what? I, I've always, uh, you know, wanted to be a mentor. I've always wanted to, you know, be that sounding board or that, um, um, that you know, mentor somebody, something for somebody that you can look up to, right? Because I didn't necessarily have that father figure. I didn't have that person that kind of guided me through through yeah. life and helping me to be a man. Yeah. And so, you know, the fact that you know, when I was in college, I really wanted to be in a boys or I think it's a big brother, big sister program, right? But I just didn't have time. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, you know, what did I care about the most? I cared about community. I cared about um, uplifting, you know, I cared about helping people. And so, which is why I chose my major, which was criminal justice. You know, I want to be a, a juvenile probation officer because I wanted to help the troubled okay, youth. Yeah, yeah. And so that was going to be my impact at whatever scale if I didn't make it to the league. Now that I did make it, I knew that uh, my impact would be on a different scale, yeah, different level. I really yeah. feel like God gave me that platform, you know. So, you know, I started my foundation in 2016, and it's a mentorship program. And, you know, we mentor kids all around the city. You know, um, parents tell us, you know, you know, my kid is a different kid now. You know, his confidence is up, the way he speaks. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we take these kids on college tours. You know, these they met Deion Sanders, man. Like, yeah. that's big time. We yeah. took them to Jackson State, right? Sure. We, you know, we take them on trips, man. We do everything we can. We also put them in front of professionals, such as yourself. You know, let them know, because I get a lot of my kids, they want to play ball. And I, I love that for them, right? Yeah. Keep pursuing your dreams, but understand that at some point it ends, right? It yeah. ends for everybody, Yeah. you know? Um, I think we all got to have, you know, these kids got to have a, 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 
you know, other interests, other ideas of how, you know, um, or whatever direction they want to go in in life. Because at some point, like I said, you know, we, we can't play forever. Yeah. And so, um, you know, now what we also do is we go into, you know, it's, it's an organization out here called Foster Kinship. And so we, we, we uh, you know, I go into this, uh, this organization and we teach like six-week self-development courses on uh-huh. affirmations, um, you know, just confidence, yeah. you know, teamwork, yeah. believing in yourself, mm. you know what I mean? We had them write, you know, make vision boards. You know, just to, you know, help build our future leaders. And right. that's, my, that's my goal. Right, mate. Yeah. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. It's it's important that we have individuals that look like us, that understand what we go through to be a part of that. Um, because a lot of times, you know, we, we understand it uh, as we're adults now and grown-ups now. It's like yeah. whatever's put in front of you is what you consume. And so yeah. if all the things that are put in front of our you know, uh, our next generation are negative images, then they're going to continue to do the same things right. that the media has been making them do for the last, for all these generations in the past. Absolutely. Until we step up and take that, that regard. Like, nah, y'all, it's different out here. Yeah. And you can be. I, I love the affirmations, right? I love that. Because that confidence, I think a lot of us uh, in our community fall by the wayside. We don't have that confidence. We don't. To stand up for ourselves. To do what's right because we just going to, uh, that's what they doing. I'm just gonna float into yeah. it, and then we get in trouble that way. Right. Um, and so, but being able to think about that in the moment, because you are still in that confidence, man. I really, again, I, I think that's that's big yeah. um, when it comes for that next generation. Now, when you think about the legacy of of football, right, um, and also this impact that you're making, man. I know, unfortunately, you know, you lost a teammate not too long, a couple of teammates. Yeah, um, man, yeah. um, um, one of them. Yeah. It is coming out like CTE. Like yeah. that was that was a, a, a unfortunate aspect of the game that you play, man. What's your what's your thoughts on you know that illness and 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 how prevalent it is in the game? Yeah. Um, to a sense, do you see as you've been in a lengthy career, did you see transitions of what the league was doing to try to alleviate some of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely transition. You know what they were trying to do to alleviate it, as far as the helmet to helmet contact. You know, different things like that. You know, obviously. A lot of a lot of people saw Devontae's birthday hit on Antonio Brown, which yeah. was, was tough, right? Yeah. And so, also I think you know, and let's not be fooled. You know, the, the league is trying to protect the shield too. They're trying to protect the money. Yeah, right. right? So, yeah. you know, the lawsuit with the former players, you know, I think that has something to do with it. You talk about this impact, right? And 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 the ability to be able to impact the lives of our youth. Right. Um, how important is representation? How important is the exposure for communities that haven't necessarily seen the world, seen outside of their five-mile radius? What, with what you're doing with the students, why is that so important to expose them to new things? Yeah, I think representation is, is really important. Uh, I think I, I want to say I heard a, a, a NFL coach say that it wasn't that important because I think I want to say a, a reporter asked him about the representation because he's now a head coach. And I want to say he said something along the lines of it wasn't that important, right? We got to stop pushing this narrative. But I think it's very important yeah. because 
you know, kids coming from, you know, where we come from, coming from underserved communities, coming from single parent households, coming from neighborhoods where, you know, it's, it's the resources aren't there, mm -hmm. right? They only, it's, it's only perceived a couple lanes, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whether it's sports lane or, you know, whether they, they get into, um, you know, extracurricular activities right. that, you know, obviously like they could put them in harm's way, put them in jail, you know, stuff like that, man. And um, I think represent, repre representation in the various, you know, whatever profession, right? right? right. Let them know, let right. have them see like, right. yo, you know what? Okay, this is possible for me. Right. Because a lot of times we don't even believe it's possible, right? We never see it. We never see it. Yeah. And we just think, okay, well, man, you know, if I go out there and shoot this ball, I could, you know what I mean? I could make that. And that's cool, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of people's ways out. But, you know, having representation and, like you said, being a head coach or being uh, a lawyer or a, or a top accountant or, you know, whatever the case may be, to be able to see that and have these kids see it and understand it. And I, I truly believe you got to really see it to believe it, right? right? right. For these kids, they got to see that, I right. can, that, okay, somebody like you, oh, you came from where I came from right. and you're doing this? Oh, wow. And that, that changes these kids' lives and, and, and opens their minds. I think you know bring up a great point I think when we when we look at a way to keep our community where our community is yeah. a lot of that stems with well if I don't show you a different thing yeah. you're gonna st stick to what I've been showing you over and over again yeah. that's why I mean you just think about this this visual of a black man as president it's no longer like I know you know, it's funny, like, you, if we ask our parents, like, did you ever think that a black person would be president? They're like, no. Uh, no way. But yeah. my kids, they're like, yeah, I can run for president if I want to. Right. right? And it's that confidence because they've been able to see that and that representation. Uh, it's, it's uh, to your point, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think it's super important. Mm -hmm. It breaks the, the stigmas and the barriers that we put on ourselves and that society has put on us as a community when we're able to see those things, right? Wow. When we're able to travel. And you took them to an HBCU. I know that experience was lit for them, lit. bro. Like, lit. just being able, being able to lit. see that weekend. It it's like, oh, man. You know, like, there are other options for me um, that are greater than, to your point, being on the field. Mm -hmm. And it's super important that we show that. And it's super important that we, that we really make sure that our youth and our next generation understand that. Because people are making a lot of money in the areas around the game. Absolutely. Right? Not even being on the field, yeah. but it, around, around the game. The game. Yeah. 100%. And that's what... You know, I'm even exploring that as well, you know, because it's like, okay, cool. I know it's, I understand it's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. Right? Um, and we we also understand it's about relationships too. So I've been trying to foster certain relationships. I've been trying to do certain things to, you know, make myself uh, even more successful off the field. I have, yeah. I have big plans for myself. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been as fulfilling as playing the game, you know what I'm saying? But I, I got to understand, and I, and I do understand that, like, you know, Everything comes with a price, yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, playing the game, the price of, of, you know, my body paid the price, right? Yeah. And also, those highs are unlike any other, mm -hmm. right? So I understand, okay, cool, but I can still channel that same energy and the work ethic and, you know, fight that I have for the game into business or into yeah. something else, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because I'm growing as, as I'm helping my kids grow right. as well, right? you know, because right. I'm transitioning from one thing to the next, so I'm also growing, I, and I have no problem telling the kids that I'm figuring it out myself, and I'm growing too. Yeah, and I think they respect that. They kind of look at me like, you know what? Well, you know, you're established right now, but the fact that he can, you know, come down and, and almost, you know, humanize himself. Cause a lot of these kids, they kind of look at me like, oh, he's bigger than, 
nah, bro, I'm you know I'm no yeah. different. Right. You know, I'm no different. Right. So I want to let them know that so then they can you know understand it and respect me on a different level too. And you you brought up something that I I want to go back to that that Super Bowl championship, right? Yeah. Cause that wasn't the first time you've been to Super Bowl. Nah. Second time. Can I can I be honest? Yeah, go ahead. First time I got your ass kicked. It was it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. But it was terrible. Second time around. Yeah. Like what did what did you learn in that right that that you were able then to come kind of come back around like hey we we did this wrong or yeah. we weren't you know something about it like how how were you now prepared the second time around yeah. to be able to to be able to go into battle and, and come out victorious? I would say the first time, man. I think everybody was just excited to be there. You know, now granted we had injuries, right? Von Miller was out. We had a couple guys out, but the first time we was we was outside. Yeah, we was in New York. Okay, we went outside, <laughs> yeah. so we didn't have curfew the first like two three days. Yeah, so we there the full week. So I yeah. think the first two three days we didn't have curfew. Well, we was outside, bro. TMZ caught us at this restaurant. We was at the strip club. We was just like enjoying it. Yeah, and we was like, like we're gonna enjoy this whole experience, and that's cool. Yeah, but. You know, I want to say like it, it probably took away from you know us being truly locked in for sure. Yeah, for yeah. What we came here to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, obviously we was you know once the curfew hit, you know the rest of the week we was locked in, but I, it was just a different ball game when we came into the game. The first snap was over Peyton's head and it was a safety. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And then yeah, we just can't stop their offense. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Percy Harvin returns a kick. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like they the, the Seattle was hitting on all cylinders. Right. Now the second time, I would say the difference also was the camaraderie. Like the team camaraderie uh, camaraderie we had was different. Mm. It was different. We all hung out. We all liked each other. That mm -hmm. year, we was a, like a real unit. Mm -hmm. You know, we were we were a real unit. I feel like that that helped make a difference. Now when we went to Santa Clara, it wasn't a lot to do. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, that's we true. We was all right. locked in. We right. was all locked in. And but also we had no we have known uh, a lot of us had known the disappointment from two years prior. Um, you know, so you know, us going there is like, yo, we we you know, also we had something bigger to play for. The night um before the Super Bowl, I wanna say, Demarcus Ware and Peyton Manning got up and they you know, gave a speech to us, right? And then it was so powerful the speech they gave and then they got emotional, and we all left that like, yo, we got a win for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Demarcus ain't had a ring yet. Right. Peyton got one, but we know this right. is last year, right? It, he because he wasn't looking good, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. This is last year, yeah. so let's let's get one for him. Yeah, and that had us on ten. Yeah, so I feel like the whole game we was just on ten. Defense was going crazy. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, y'all were. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to the. You know, to the homies, uh, Omar and Duke, yeah, you know, uh, all that yeah. squad as well, oh man, God. good guys. Um, man, I, I, again, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your insight, man. Um, when you think about legacy, yeah. right, what's, what's, what's your legacy? Ooh, my legacy. Um, it's funny because I've always, you know, felt like I was the chosen one in my family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I always felt like that. And I see why now. So my legacy, you know, and it's it's very broad. I've always said I want to be one of the greatest men that that have ever lived. Yeah, that's very broad, right? So I'm also picking my spots and my lanes. Okay, cool. And I'm letting God lead me absolutely into where. Okay, this is where I want you to be. Be right now. It's 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 mentorship. It's yeah. giving back. It's community. Yeah. Um, it's impact. And I think. I don't I don't ever see that changing for myself because it's always been you know deeply rooted in me. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, my legacy, I think, would be huge for me and my family, knowing that, okay, you know, Brandon helped change the trajectory for our family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's some things I'm trying to put in place for the next generation, for, you know, my daughter and, and any future kids I have and yeah. her kids and trying to teach her, look, this is how you be successful. This is how you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's big because that yeah. knowledge is invaluable, it is. you know, to to our kids yeah. and, and to uh, the next generation. Let them know uh, and teaching them, okay, this is what type of citizen, the type of person you should be. Teaching them mental fitness. I'm huge on mental fitness because I feel like a lot of people struggle mentally, yeah. right? And that's where they fall short. So, which is another reason why they don't, you know, reach their goals right. or they don't ov overcome certain obstacles and certain things in their life because they're not mentally fit, right? So that's one of my things that I'm really big on. But honestly, my legacy, I feel like I'm still carving it out, but I, I definitely feel like, um, you know, I won't be forgotten. You know, uh -huh. I won't be forgotten, especially in my family. I won't be forgotten. Yeah, I, and, and it's to your point, it's truth of, what am I doing to ensure that mine are taken care of? Like, yeah. and you and you did that up and down, right? Yeah, for sure. From being able to retire moms, yeah. now focused on your daughter, mm -hmm. and then like say any any future children, you have to ensure that they're in a space that's better than than you were, right? We always want that for our children, for them to be to have opportunities to be ahead uh, of where we were, so they can continue just to build this. Uh, uh, the family name, right? Yeah. You don't play for the name on the front, you nah, play for the name on the back, back right? Yeah. And so just being able to do that, man, I just appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing with your heart right. uh, for us, man. For our audience out there, man, what? how can they tap into you? How can they support the foundation? What you got yeah. going on, man? How can they How can they lean in Yeah. what you got going on? Okay, I mean, where we at right here? You know what I'm saying? Go to, uh, you know, look, my, my socials is bmarsh, at bmarsh, B-M-A-R-S-H-H. My foundation is wmcleadership.com. You know, you could tap in on either one of those, man, and, and you know, just follow me, see what I got going, see my journey. Man, y'all heard it here. My guy, Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Uh, Vegas. Let me ask this last question, man. Okay. Uh, Vegas. Yeah. What's so special about this city? Um, Man, Vegas is, is unlike any other city, you know, in the world. You know, I, I would say that's, that's what makes it special. Um, but with that comes a lot of temptation, a lot of... Uh, you know, uh, ways to, you know, lose yourself, mm -hmm. a lot of ways to get caught up in the life, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's women, whether it's uh, parties, whether it's gambling, whether it's, you know, drugs, you know, it's a lot to get caught up in, right? So it takes a special individual to be able to stay focused and stay out of all that, all the yeah. mess, right? Now, yeah. look, I understand, you know, you may dabble, you may, you know, try things and, and, and that's, and, and that's, that's understandable. You mm -hmm. know, we all do that, but not getting too far gone, too too lost in in the sauce yeah. of what Vegas, uh, the lifestyle of Vegas, man, and you know, and I get it. Some people enjoy partying, and that's cool, right? Some people make a lifestyle out of it, right? right. They make a life, right. and that's cool. I got some friends that are in the nightlife, and they right. make good money. Right, it's perfect, right? I think you got to be able to compartmentalize. Them. Okay, this is this is just my job. Yeah, you know, I can't necessarily get lost in this in the parties and all and all this, but you know, I would say Vegas. I got caught up when I first moved back, you know, um, finished playing football, 2020, you know, we had a spot op over here, uh, actually off the strip, and it was open all the time, and it was popping. Mm -hmm. Like, James Harden had birthday parties there, Cardi B, right? Mm -hmm. And then I realized I was in the club, I went to the club five nights in a row. Yeah. Right? The same club, five nights in a row. And then, so after the fifth night, I literally, I went home and I was like, yo, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, 
like how is this serving me? How is this helping me? Right? Of yeah. course, I'm having fun. It's, it's I'm having a good time. But like this is not where I want to go. Right. And this is not gonna help me get to where I want to go right. anyway. Right. Right. So I would say Vegas is special in a way of like it could drag you down. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right? But it also has some really good people here, man. Some good-hearted people. It's a whole different world off the strip. Right. And that's what the rest of the world don't really understand. Make sure next time you come to Vegas, yeah. you venture off the strip. Absolutely. See true Vegas. Yeah. Who, who the people really are. Mm -hmm. um, I know, I, again, I, this city's, it's uh, to your point, it's, it's fast. Uh, it's a lot going on. But I have had the ability yeah. to venture off the strip and you see the true culture of the people. And it's, 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 it is a gym. It, it really is a gym. It really is a gym. I'm glad. And a gym from the city. Man, again, we appreciate you, Brandon, for tapping in with us. Guys, you've listened to the check-in. Don't be stingy. Make sure you share this information with somebody else. Like, share, uh, subscribe, because somebody else needs to hear the story that Brandon just told uh, about life, about making decisions, about being impactful, and don't just keep all the information to yourself. Appreciate you guys tapping in with us here on the check-in with Black Menswear. Y'all be good out there. Be safe. Stay healthy. And uh, we love you guys, man. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.